You know what they used to call me in high school? Foam drinker. Did, did you drink foam? All the foam off the top of the beer. What up, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full-spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. I'm Nate. Joining me, as always, is this idiot over here, Zach. Yo, 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 the Beatrice was like, what? And I was like, later on. There you go. It's a little Scooby-Doo reference coming at you. Classic movie. Classic movie. Fight me if you think it's not. We like to read A Song of Ice and Fire here and talk about it. If you've joined us before, thank you for coming back. If you haven't, we are full spoiler. So go reread the series or read the series for your first time. And then come back and join us for a reread because we'll spoil everything. I don't have a spoiler in mind. That's okay. We don't need to have one ever. I'm aware. Time. I was just saying. Fuck. I, okay. You anyway, don't yell at um, me. It's been pretty pretty silent in the in the the goings on. We're still waiting for word for Martin from what was it WonderCon? What is he? Well, no, he's uh, he's announced. I know it's viral or virtual. Yeah, he's made viral. A, he's it's made viral. A, he's made a few announcements at this but, point because he was also put out a post because. The musician uh, James Preen, I think is his name, died or something, and he was somebody that Martin liked, and he mentioned Worldcon in there again, and how he's still, I guess, the virtual Toastmaster, but there wasn't much about A Song of Ice and Fire in there. Well, so, that's all right, because... By the end of the year, I'm thinking. He's I'm thinking. Qu- I mean, he's quarantined. Again, he's, yeah. And obviously, who wants it out more than George at, in, in all actuality so yeah but uh yeah and then just uh, a song of madness has finally ended it wrapped up we Daenerys got our targaryen big, is yeah. the 2020 champion uh big shout out to at davos fingers for hosting that and yeah. putting that on and just giving us all something to do and the fandom something to talk over and, and discuss fuck off all the people that were fucked too yeah long. if you were a fucked hard you know fuck off because yeah we you don't know, need you there. They put a lot of hard work into that. Yeah, they, so. they, it's actual people who want to have fun and, and poke fun and not actually get serious and angry and ridiculous over it. So if you came out and had fun, dope. If not, go away. Yeah, go away. But thanks to Davos Fingers, again, yes. Scad and Matt for putting that on. And uh, this, uh, if you joined us last episode, we were reading Tyrion 8. Tyrion and the small council, Varys, Littlefinger, and Cersei, had received word of Renly's death in his own camp. And how they debated on how that could have happened amidst his own army. And some said it was Catelyn Stark. Some were p- hinting at Brienne. Others, Stannis Just, himself yeah. slipping in. But the one thing to take away is they don't know how the fuck it happened. But Tyrion spots a, an opportunity here to scoop up Loras Tyrell and the lords who didn't immediately go over to Stannis. And so they begin discussing who can go, and Cersei tries to use that opportunity to get Tyrion out of the city. And uh, first Sir Jason Bywater, who is Tyrion's, and then Tyrion himself. But Littlefinger ends up being the one who draws the so- short straw, and he bonds essentially uh, carte blanche, a blank check, giving him power to speak with Joffrey's voice and do what's needed to be done. And he's leaving for Bitterbridge, yes. I think it is. And uh, he's got a little escort with him. And so that's that's the gist of King's Landing. Jesus. What? A little long-winded there. I mean, good. we're good, good ways good. into the fucking story. Wonderful. Somebody's got to speak on this well, podcast. If you gave somebody a chance, he would. Anyway. But yeah, so with that, we will be joining Theon this chapter. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get all... He's all touchy now. I, well, no, so, I'm, I'm okay. long-winded. Tell us what happened. 
And Theon, where did we leave Theon? Last we left Theon. Short and succinct. He was preparing to go raid the Stony Shores. Short and succinct. So he was not happy about doing that. Obviously, we will be picking up where he does not want to be raiding them. He has done so already. He wanted what Asha was out doing, raiding the big castles, Moat Caitlin, and what was the other one? Deepwood Mott. Got it. So, yeah, we'll pick up this time where he is wiping spittle off of his face. We pick up with the rumors we heard in Bran's chapter, which is on the Stony Shore, where they are currently raiding and pillaging. And, yeah, he is wiping the spittle of one Benfred Tallheart, which we'll remember is the young uh, nephew of... The other uh, tall heart, that Leobald. We, Leobald. No, that's his uncle. Yeah, uncle. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. He is the nephew of Leobald Tallheart, and Leobald had told us that Benfred here had, in sort of the name of King Rob, gathered a bunch of other youth, youthly knights around him, named themselves the Wild Hare, and have taken to riding around the countryside, defending justice. And they tied uh, a bunch of rabbits' feet to their lances as sort of their their symbol. And uh, he is on his, uh, not on his knees, but he's being held up before Theon. Yeah, just calling him all sorts of names. Turncloak, yeah. coward. Rob's going to gut your ass, bitch. And I love the shit he's talking. Like, it's unfortunate because Benfred, I mean, he was just this up-jump knight that wants to gain some glory. He was a sweet summer child. It's it. and he, But he still seems to be aware of the power of the Starks, and he, you know... You're fucked, bro. Rob's yeah, gonna I mean, kill you, still, dude. Yeah, he's still a loyal bannerman, and still, well, like, if not, the young wolf's gonna rip. He, your he fucking was always, ass a spe- out. especially them. They were definitely loyal. It's just they admired Rob. Yeah, and it's funny because the they wolf. they were they were commanded to stay and defend. Nah, but they decided to ride out in the fields anyway. Granted, this they were actually told to go and do. Mm. So he was supposed to be here defending. It's unfortunate because. Uh, yeah, Ben Fred's just a, he's just a good dude. He's just a little overzealous is all. Dampere, who is also here, tells Theon that for saying that, Ben Fred must die. He can't disrespect you and live. And when for spitting. When he spits on you, he spits on all of us. He spits on the drowned god. He must die. And Theon's like, hey, I have some questions I want to ask him. And he's like, nah, they're like, fuck that shit. He's got to die. And Theon argues that he has command here, but doesn't want to really argue yeah, with Dampere too far because... Yeah, Dampere's like, yeah, but I was sent here to counsel you, and it, that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm doing, so... the men, And Theon doesn't want to push because the, the men that he commanded had a faith in the Drowned God that they certainly didn't fucking have in him, so they'd listen to Aaron even over him. Not just Dagmar Clefjaw, but also the priests yeah, they would rather yeah. listen to over Theon. And so... Well, yeah, and it meant, like, because I noticed that, like, because he says that he can't fault them for being terrified of Dampere. Like, is that just because he happens to be a priest and they hold them in such high regard? I think it's the whole kit and caboodle of Aaron Dampere. He's also he was, a Greyjoy. That he was, and... Well, he's a Greyjoy, but he was once a fucking jovial, loud, drunkard type. He drowned and was reborn, so now he's this surly, prickly priest. I think it's there's, it adds to the mystique of him that... He drowned and reborn was reborn as this entirely devout holy man, and so it's yeah, it's sort of that like oh, mysticism shit. around him. He completely changed to being devout of the drowned god, so he must be, you know, doing something. He's yeah, at yeah. least drinking the Kool Aid. But we've uh, we see here that Benfred is being held up between Stig and Whirlag, 
and he tries to spit again, but only manages a little blood this time. And Theon just thinks, Tallheart, you've spit your life away. Which, this is the first time where we actually get Theon in a more sympathetic light. Where it's, I didn't want to have to do this. Like, you the one that's and, and he's even like, it sucks that I have, like, it sucks to do this. It sucks having to kill Benfred. It sucks having to raid these stupid little villages where no one can defend themselves. Like, it leaves a bad taste in his mouth, he thinks. And so finally, finally, we're getting something remorse of remorse or regret for some stupidity. And that he pushes done. it down. He, he, <coughs> he rejects the, the, the notion, but it's, yeah, he's feeling it now. So he commands Benford to be killed. Silence him. Yeah, they, they him bring now. him to his knees and put a leather belt in his mouth to shut Benfred up and stop him spitting. And essentially, Theon's like, yeah, behead him. Like, get, yeah, kill get, him. And Dan Paris like, eh-eh, he's got to be given to the god the old way. And that Theon himself should make the offering, which... How does Theon not know this? The man who passes the sentence should swing the sword. That's it. So... Fuck, I went, that was all I could think was like, like... Even the old way is the man who had Like, you should do it. You command here. Go fucking drown him right now. Like, exactly. Be Ned, Ned Stark. He it, was there the day that Bran was... Was learning was le- that lesson. Yes. Yeah, that the day that is cemented in Bran's memory for that quote. Like... You were living it up in Winterfell, ignoring all of these lessons being taught to you. When it's sim- very similar, the North and the Iron Islands, they're different in their own ways, obviously. I mean, this is the, but... the perfect example of, and it doesn't quite fit, but it does. The man who hides behind paid executioners soon forgets what death is, that Ned says in that same yeah, chapter. Yeah. They're not paid executioners, but they're the man, men he commands. And so hiding behind the men you command to kill the men you commanded killed is still going to make you forget what death is. And that that's the whole fucking thing here is not only is it the old way, it's Ned Stark's way. And Theon is standing in the middle of this road, claiming he wants to be one or the other, but walking the path of neither. He didn't take any trophies from any of these people, which he thinks. Yeah. He mentions he could have killed them, but you still went against everything Ned Stark would do. And you killed them, which is saying, okay, I want to be a Greyjoy, but then you didn't take, your trophies. You didn't like, loot your spoils. Fucking pick a side and stick to it, you yeah. little bitch. I so now, him. Benfred, uh, just because he's about to be killed, him dying, he was the one that was heir to Sir Mayo. Uh, that's his, Hellman yeah. Tallheart. Hellman Tallheart. Is his father. And when Hellman dies later on, which is uh, in the Battle of Duskendale, he gets killed there. That leaves the sister... Adara Tallheart as the heir to Torrin Square. And so I just think it's interesting because Theon is going to kind of reminisce about having hung out with and known Benfred a little bit. Mm. He doesn't even, he doesn't think about and consider the fact that, you know, killing him is going to kind of ruin the fucking family line. Like you're killing the eldest son, you're ending a line if his father dies. Mm. Leobald, well, Leobald is. A brother, but yeah, he, but he, he he'll inherit. I mean, he, if yeah, no, after Adara, yeah. after the the sister. But um, Theon thinks that drowning Benfred himself is more than he could stomach, and he waves his hand and Stig and Whirlag march Ben off. Uh, and Theon basically says like, Nah, you do it. I ain't, I'm not. And yo, you're the priest here. Aaron glares this yeah, motherfucker down. Yeah, he fucking down. grills him. 
But he thinks, Theon then thinks of how he used to mock Benfred to see how angry he could get him about his thick neck when they when he was younger, when he would come here with, uh, or go to Torn Square yeah, with yeah. Ned Stark. Uh, he would just mock fucking Benfred just to... I recall doing this exact same thing with somebody we know's friend no, growing up. No, not he, you. He, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not... I was nothing if not... Uh, antagonistic is yeah, no well but yeah he was, yep. he was he was a whoa no that's a little harsh i just like to get a little rise out of people now and then so yeah he was a big thick-necked guy and it was entertaining to see how red he would get when he'd get mad at me but i understand what he's what he was doing then yeah uh he looks over then the scene of this battle before him and thinks that it was more like a slaughter and essentially yeah they came upon a little tiny village that Barely anyone was able to defend themselves, could swing a fucking sword, let alone handle all these Iron Men. He sees the Iron Men looting the corpses or gathering up horses and what they're taking. He sees Gavin Harlaw sawing the finger of a corpse off to get at a ring, paying the iron price, and he thinks that my father would approve. Yeah. But again. This, yeah, because this is where he mentions that he, he could go, he killed two men. Two men, yeah. And he could go and track them down and see if they had any jewelry on for him to take, but he just didn't want to. But the, Well, the thought left a bitter taste in his mouth, and he imagines what Eddard Stark would say, and then he gets angry at that thought. Stark is dead and rotting and not to me. So this is the moment right here when he should have been like, oh, yeah, I'm not a great joy. Like, this ain't me. Yep. And rode off to Robin yeah, and not... like, yo, I fucked up. Like, I thought I wanted to be my father's man. Like, I'm mixed up. But, like, here's what he's doing. Sorry. And Rob probably would have accepted him at this point. He hasn't made any huge detrimental mistakes yet. Right. Yet. And, but he's still willing to just blindly keep well, pushing through. That's it. Because if, if you're not going to, if you're going to get yourself angry and then push that down and be like, no, fuck Ned Stark. Then go get your fucking loot. Mm-hmm. Go get your jewelry. Check those bodies. See, the only but, way to prove yourself to your father is going to be, like, coming well, back decked it, out in... Even if you're not decked out, if you just have a, a ring, I killed a couple an guys, iron yeah, ring on your finger... That I paid the price for. Like, this guy didn't have valuables, but he had this ring, I paid the price for it. I killed him, I took it. Or an axe, or, you know, something. Yeah. Because now he goes back and sees his father... Well, what did you what did you get from this? Oh, remember I lost Winterfell there, but you know, otherwise nothing. I have fucking nothing. Yeah. Pick a fucking side, like you said. And then we get old Botley, who is called Fish Whiskers, who sits by his pile of plunder as his three sons add to it. One of them, who is currently fighting with a drunk man named Todrick. And so Theon tells Wex, his squire, to go get his bow and quiver as these two are fighting. Which Wex quickly does, and as they fall to the ground wrestling, uh, Todrick holding a drinking horn, Theon aims for the horn, but ends up hitting Todrick in the belly. Yeah, he wanted to make a show of knocking the drink out of his shot, uh, or hand and showing off how good of a shot he is, but supposedly Todrick, Todrick lurched at the way, last yeah. second. But Everyone think- turns to kind of gape at Theon, and he says, No drunkards, I said, and no squabbles over plunder. And so uh, he has the Botley's sons finish Todrick off. They slit his throat and quickly set about looting yeah. his corpse. And Theon just thinks, now they know I mean what I say. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck. Yeah, he thinks that he's got a sway now over them. And it's like none of them 
respect you for that. But he is being realistic about because he says command may be his, but many still viewed him as a young boy from the Greenlands. Like he's he ain't shit to them. But he kicks at Benfred's fallen banner, which is currently in the hands of a dead squire still, yeah. which is just such an image of these wild hairs. Yeah, yeah. And so that's when he sees the rabbit skins yep. again and reminds himself, oh, shit, I wanted to see what the hell I those were I wanted to about. ask about that, yeah. Oops. But, uh, it's like every D&D session where I've asked any yeah, NPC no anything. But he stalks off, remembering the Whispering Wood and how elated he'd been there with how many people he killed and how fucking great that was, and he wonders why this didn't taste as sweet. And what... The, like, the drops of how he's stu- how stark he actually is. It was because you were fighting for the correct side. You had loyalty to somebody. Like, right now you have no loyalty to and anybody. And you're killing people who are just innocent, living their lives. Yeah. Like, that was war. That was a, a brilliant battle. tactical move in war. This, this is fucking assault and slaughtering villagers. Like, this isn't a battle. This is a slaughter, a massacre, as he said. Which he even mentions because... Um, Benfred didn't even have scouts. Yeah, no. He didn't They have... were joking and singing. Yeah. And fucking they, da, 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 da. It was still a merry game for them. Like, this is not Tywin Lannister. This is not even Jamie Lannister. For fuck's sake, it's not even Edmure Tully. Like, there is no actual military thought going through this. This is them, oh, there's supposed to be some raiders down there. We'll go get them. Yeah. Yada, yada, Nope. Yeah, and, and they, they were just... joking and singing as the wave of arrows first hit him, and then Theon led the charge. Theon leads it, which is... Leads the vanguard, which yeah, is what this which would is, technically it, be. But it's against, again, these... Teenagers. Teenagers and villagers and shit, so it's it's nobody. It's nothing work. And the la- least of all, he did, he was not expecting Benfred to yeah. be there. No. Because not someone while, he knew. Yeah, well, we know as the rereaders that Benfred Tallheart was being sent down to handle them. He's coming back from the Iron Islands and actually holding the attack. So all of a sudden, oh, shit, I know this guy. Mm-hmm. I know this guy really well, considering this This sucks. Sucks like, to suck when you fucking betray everything right. that you know. And um, he, he's, as he's heading back, he's passing Benfred's body being dragged out of the sea because it was just drowned. Deuce. Um, Damp hair and all his men are kind of walking with the body, and uh, where am I? I lost my spot on my notes. The answer is heading back to the sea bitch, and uh, he notes that nothing remained of the fishing village yeah, that's but the getting. cold ashes. The All the men had been killed, save for a handful that were sent to flee to Torin Square. Fair women and daughters were taken for salt wives. The ugly were just raped and killed. Yeah, the old and the ugly were just killed out. Right? Yeah. And Theon himself had planned the attack using darkness to slip into the sleeping village. He did not like the taste of any of this, but what choice did he have? Go Dude. to Rob, you fucking toolbox. Yeah, I, I just, Theon planned the attack himself. You planned the slaughter of unsuspecting innocent people. That's not planning an attack, man. Yeah. That's planning a slaughter that that's like oh I walked into the orphanage and just fucking dude no you that that that's not you planning an attack that's fucked up savage shit yeah you're an idiot not a battle tactician what choice do I have <sighs> he thinks of Asha and gets jealous of course because she's off to win a castle Balon did well at having uh, had no word of the hosting leave the Iron Islands, and so the Northmen would not know their true peril until too late. 
Not until the hammers fell, both on Deepwood, Mott, and Moat Kalen. So I like that he did say that uh, Asha was up north raiding. Yeah. All the songs would be sung about her. Yep. While he was forgotten. Yeah, about she's gonna get all the credit. That again, all he's he, that's. And that's your biggest issue right there, fucking Theon, is you're worried about the personal glory. That's why you didn't stay with Rob. That's why you're yeah, do, he trying to, to do be what a you king. do. You want to have all the power and glory He straight and honor. up wants to be a king. Well, yeah, at this point. He wants to overthrow his father's plan. And, and Rob. Yeah. And, Again, uh, this is where his ego flares up, and he says that's if he allows it. That's if he allows her to be the one in the annals of history and all that fun jazz, which is just complete utter bullshit if he allows it asha would fuck him up yeah all day every day her day and so uh with that as he returns to uh the sea bitch meet with one of his commanders yeah we're going to convene our small council quick and give you guys the deets on our end we'll be right back with theon and dagmer cleftjaw What's up? Welcome to the Small Council. Thank you for joining us here, where we like to give us our... Give us. You, we already know them. Usually, not all the time. Where we like to give you our socials. It's not and, like you have a choice. You have to listen to it. Oh, yeah, I guess they could hit pause. Good. But don't do that, because you like I'll unpause listening. it through my mind magic. He can do that. Whoa, whoa, the whoa, force. whoa, 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 I just did things to you your just, phone. Yeah, don't anyway, look for it, though. Uh, we are all over social medias, and we've been blowing up on some of the social medias. And so on YouTube, we've been getting quite a lot of comments lots from and lots of them. a couple of our friends there. And I wanted to mention one on one of our latest episodes, Tyrion 8, A New Proposal. Stephanie Lyons wrote in and said that our mention of Jane Poole made her stomach twist because it reminded her with a jolt of where she is. She gets that we don't like her because of our love for Arya, and she loves Arya as well, but I'm really not cool with this idea that she deserved what she got for the childhood bullying. Like, no, I'm sorry. Of course, I know you guys don't believe that, but I have seen people in the fandom who really think she does. I have a really tender spot for Jane Poole because her story really shows the horrors of classism. So you're absolutely right. As much as we joke about it, yeah, neither no. one of us believes she deserves what Ramsay does to absolutely her. Absolutely not. Uh, I, I'm like you. I've read people who think that she does. and it's. I, yeah, was, I mean, that's I, just people f- trying to be yeah. as I was harsh. just going to say, I, I'm the lucky one, I guess, because I've not actually seen anybody oh, yeah, seriously yeah, yeah. saying it. Yeah, that's that fucking... Jane Poole is irredeemable. No, she's terrible. She's a little girl who pokes fun at people, but like you know, I've called some people names and shit as a kid before as well. Nobody deserve no, nobody yeah, yeah. deserves that, let alone this poor little girl who has done nothing wrong in her like I mean, nothing seriously wrong. One of the most innocent characters in the entire fucking story. Yeah, she's a reflection of Sansa, uh, definitely. And I just I really like that. Yeah, obviously, you know, Jane Poole, nobody deserves to be raped for comments that they make as a child um so yeah i just thought that was interesting you also say that you hate the uh and i i have to admit it it's one of my favorites the theory that jane Poole will be going to bravos to commit suicide and aria will wear her face yeah mainly because i just like the idea of jane Poole getting revenge even if it isn't Jane Poole, if it is Arya with Jane Poole's face. But I understand why you don't like that. I just wanted to touch on that. So thank you, Stephanie, for writing in and commenting on YouTube. We do see your comments, even if we don't reply to all of them. Yeah. If you want to reach us, uh, as 
we've stated, you can find us on YouTube. All our episodes are uploaded there. Yeah, you can leave comments, talk to us there. Or if you would like to have a lot of specific things that you want to say to us, you can always write us an email at withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com. That's where most of our biggest inductees get sent. Yeah. We are also able to be reached on Twitter. I'm at, at Manners Without. You are at Carstark92. Yeah. And we have a Facebook, facebook.com slash Brotherhood Podcast, which there is also a private Facebook group, which you can gain access to via the Patreon. Yeah, and we definitely uh, always try to respond and be active in there. Um, lately, it's been a little more active. So, yeah. But, yeah, we're trying to... We're doing that, best. yeah, especially with the quarantine, yeah. all so, that fun stuff. So, patreon.com slash without manners, you also get access to our bonus Winds of Winter sample chapter rereads, Woo! where we do the same thing we do during these episodes, just the current stuff that is out until the actual book is released. Soon. There's only two more Winds sample chapters yeah. left. We're do- doing our notes on Ariane 2 right now, and so we'll be getting that uploaded soon, and following that is Tyrion's. We also have a website. Yes, uh, www.brotherhoodwithout.com. And I should learn that way better. I, I type it in every day, and yet <laughs> I still can't seem to get it down. Uh, I think that is it. Yeah, uh, definitely rate, review, subscribe. Leave us all your comments. Um, review us on Podchaser, because right now Podchaser is donating 25 cents for every single review on their platform. And that's just donating it to to Meals on Wheels for help for COVID-19 support. And so every single review. And so not just ours. Like, go on a fucking reviewing frenzy, man. I love DoorDash. And Door, I guess they could be DoorDash. <laughs> They're a real thing, though. No, I know. They, well, they both are Meals on Wheels. Well, yeah, I know. I just, to, but, but anyway. yeah, yeah. Uh, review us on Podchaser so that way we can help out, you know, get some get some food to some people so people can stay the fuck home. Yeah. And uh, we will let you get back to the young three. Bye-bye. All the foam off the top of the beer. I not in high school. Obviously after high school. So why did they call that you that in high school? The the timeline of this story. I never underage drank. Okay. But, All right. I, but I think it's too late for you to cross that line. Anyway, Dagon definitely. Dagmar Clefjaw was standing at the prow of his ship, which is called the Foam Drinker. Hence my fucking hilarious joke. You're an idiot. And uh, Theon had assigned him to guard the ships while they did the. the I think this was one of the few intelligent decisions he's made. Otherwise, the men would have called the victory Dagmar's yeah. and not Theon's. Dagmar is an established veteran of being a badass. He's raided plenty of shores, pillaged, raped, and looted as any good Iron Islander would. And so, yeah, they they respect him, mm-hmm. not Theon. So if he was out on the field, they'd be like, hey, good job, Dagmar. Yeah, you, you, you led this well. A more prickly man would have taken that as a slight, being told to guard the ships, but Clefjaw had only laughed. So, hop, skip, and skirt! Show Dagmar Clefjaw and book Dagmar Clefjaw are two completely different people. Very different. Show Dagmar Clefjaw is a piece of shit who doesn't deserve screen time. Yeah, just a piece of shit that Book is Dagmar dumb. is badass, who got his face fucking split open with an axe yeah. and split in half. Thus Clefjaw. Thus Clefjaw. 
Theon, even though he shares very little Greyjoy blood, has always called him uncle. So there's this sort of familial... Theon is comfortable around him and almost relies and confides in him. And he's... We get right here. He's not proud. He's not a proud man. He's willing to guard the ships because he knows what Theon's doing. He knows that Theon has to make him guard the ships to gain respect for command. So he just laughs about it. He's not a serious dude. Maybe he was back in his reaving and pillaging days, but now he's pretty chill. He's like, you know, we're here to do what... Lord and, Balon, yeah, yeah. King Balon said, so fuck And that's it. what's kind of cool with, and we'll get into with a little more in a bit, but what's kind of cool is that Clefjaw is almost, almost even proud and rooting for Theon. Oh, yeah. And I really, I, I we'll get more into Clefjaw yeah, a yeah. bit here, but like, I, God, I love this Because as Theon approaches, Clefjaw tells Theon, you should smile more, for the dead cannot. This was a good victory. And then smiled himself as if to show Theon how it was done. And it made for a hideous sight. I love it. I fucking but love that. Dagmar, and this is where we get the description of his face being split open. But Dagmar was not ashamed of his scarred smile. And he grinned often and broadly. He don't give. He is the complete opposite of everything Theon wishes he could be. Yeah. Even with a split in half face, he's still fucking smiling and showing it off and doesn't give a fuck. It, it really reminds me of Tyrion. It reminds me of Renly. Won't you have a peach? Have he, a peach. He yeah, enjoys yeah. The, the the little moments. The yeah, because I was thinking more. He has this fuck. He he got his yeah, face yeah. cut in mm-hmm. half. Like he's an ugly dude. He's he doesn't give a shit. He's yeah. living life. He's living fucking life, man. And that grin brought memories back to Theon as he had seen it often as a boy, when he correctly swung a sword, when he properly strung a bow, when he fished correctly. Dagmar was there he realizes, and would give him that smile. And he realizes that he had more smiles from Dagmar than from Balon, Ned, and Rob all put together. Yeah. That so, is huge. Dude. Huge. And not, none shit. of that is even remotely referenced in the show. This type of bond. He, this them. is his father figure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Not Ned Stark, not Balon Greyjoy. This is him. the one who would smile at him and say, I'm proud of you. You did good today. Good son. job yeah. fishing. Good job steering that boat away from those rocks. Good, like. Even brotherly. Even Rob. Dude, yeah. yeah. Like, so even the, where they had that friendly competition, this man right here is the, is the fucking, the, the fucking dude, Yeah, because he thinks even, uh, even the day he saved Bran for Rob, there were no smiles, nothing but scowls for him that day. Yeah, content. Like, yeah. 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 If Dagmar Clefjaw had raised, if he had been able to spend more time with Dagmar, I think Theon could have been, well, I mean, he's always going to be Theon. He would have had to learn his I lessons. Think, well, I think Theon would have been able to, if he had spent time with Clefjaw, I think Clefjaw would have drawn more attention to the fact that he has this choice to make. Do you want to be a Greyjoy or Stark? And you need to fucking choose that and own it. Yeah. Regardless of who it pisses off, I'll become your enemy if you become a Stark. But that's but a choice that's, you get you to make. You need to make that choice. That's on you. That is not a choice I make. That's not a choice Balon makes. That's not a choice Asha makes. That's a choice you have to fucking make, dude. And Where do you want your loyalties where, to yeah, lie? Where are you loyal to? And it, yeah, I think Dagmar would He's, absolutely uh, help steer it's him. It's very similar to Corrin Halfhands, uh, who would make that kind of call to to John like yeah. do you if you want to prove your, be loyal to me you need to kill me and so he would 
lay it on the line for him like that. Like if you you can either be loyal to your your the Starks, your new family, or me. But yeah, unfortunately, I don't quite recall what happens with Dagmar here in the book because I never paid all that much attention yeah. to him. And so, holy shit, I'm on board for Dagmar Cleftjaw. Yeah. Theon asks him to speak alone, and Dagmar invites Theon onto Foam Drinker because aboard his ship, each man is a king. There, There is no command doesn't matter when you step onto a man's ship. He is the king there. And so he invites Theon on, and they go to the cabin of the Foam Drinker, and Theon immediately begins to hint at his plans to not set sail. Yeah, we uh, we we don't have enough horses. We didn't get enough of them. Yeah, and Dagmar's immediately like, dude, we don't use fucking horses. We're not Dothraki. We have boats. Theon is watching Dagmar closely as he says this because without Clefjaw, he could not hope to succeed. He had no hope of winning over Aaron Dampier to this plan that he has come up with. So Dagmar Clefjaw is his best and only hope here. And so Dagmar's just kind of keeping it simple. He says, we were commanded to harry the coast. No more, no less. And uh, of all your father's men, I am the best. Like, so yeah, that's that. And he's, Theon's not really sure if he's, sees, if, if he's disapproving of the idea or if he's curious about the idea because Clefjaw's hard to read. Mm. And uh, Theon thinks he spots pride. Yeah, so he calls out to that. You are the best. You know, that's why I need you there. You're the the greatest swordsman on the Iron Islands. And Dagmar's like, yeah, no, uh, not anymore. Again, he doesn't have that much pride. Yeah, there isn't any. He's I like, think I... when he's saying that he's Balon's best man, like, I think he's just meaning as far as loyalty, as far yeah, as, like, yeah. I'm going to listen to him and do whatever he asks me to because I always have. And I know how to do what I do, but I'm but not the Andric, best anymore. Andric is the best yeah. sword now. And so it's not pride for Dagmar. It's it's this sort of just knowing his status, knowing where he's at. Like, yeah, Balon knows he can rely on me to get shit done, and I will. And that's about it. I'm yeah. not the best sword, but I can do some shit. Yeah, so he tells him uh, their their talents are wasted on harrying the coast. Yeah. They need to do something more. <laughs> and uh, Dagmar calls his shit. He hoots. And, yeah, so... <laughs> Let's see, I, I wrote down a quote here from, I think it's Dagmar, but it might be Theon. Um, wasted carrying the coast, nor for his true, oh, it's, it, he's saying. Yeah, because Dagmar uh, starts Dagmar's, laughing. Well, yeah, because Theon off. says, your talents are wasted harrying the coast. It's not good enough for you. And so Dagmar says, nor for his trueborn son. I know you too well, Theon. I saw you take your first step, helped you bend your first bow. It's not me who feels wasted. He calls him out right there. Yeah. And like, again, we mentioned him helping him throughout his life and being that father figure. The fact that he says it right here, like, dude, I know you. This has nothing to do with me. You want me to, you need me. But this is about you feeling fucking yeah, useless. Yeah, Dagmar's fine with what he's doing. He was fine watching the ships. He don't give a shit. Yeah, and so Theon immediately, my sister's command should be mine. And you know it by right. By right. And Dagmar lays it out. You take it too hard, boy. It is only your father does not know you. Your sister was his solace. You were gone for ten years, and with the loss of your brother, brothers, he relied on her, and she never failed him. And he says, nor have I. The Starks knew my worth, and he starts to brag about Whispering Wood again. And, and how he almost crossed swords with Jamie, the it, Kingslayer. And Dagmar says, Theon, the boy Wolf is your friend, and these Starks had you for ten years. 
And Theon says, I am no Stark. Lord Eddard saw to that, he thinks. Which, again, it's just this bitterness towards Ned, which is completely unwarranted, seems to be, because he clearly holds some value for Ned of what would Ned think if yeah. if I was and seen doing this. But that's the worst part is the other person that he should be taking advice from here, Dagmar Clefjaw, right now states, don't, like, wait, your time will come. Yeah, because Theon wants a, a great deed. He needs a great deed yeah. to prove his worth to his father. And Dagmar's like, it'll come. You just need to fucking wait. Like, do as you're commanded and chill for a minute. Which, again, would mean going and getting those two bodies, checking them for some yeah. some jewelry or something to show I paid the iron price. Where should I go to next, father? Yeah. Like, you need to build up a rapport, but dumbass. But instead, Theon says that Aaron Dampair can do as he was commanded. And Theon then reveals his plans to take a castle. And Clefjaw is to uh, basically asks, what would my fucking part be in this great scheme of yours? And Theon tells him that Clefjaw is to take a greater part of their force to Torrens Square and make a bunch of noise along the way. Let them cry out for help. Well, I mean, before he explains the whole plan, he had to sell Dagmar on it a bit. And Dagmar's like, because he's like, yeah, why should I do it? But he mentions, you know, when I hand my father you know, back this kingdom, they're going to sing of the deeds that led to it for a thousand years. And then it talks about how Dagmar's a sucker for songs. And I just thought that was funny that he's, it reminded me of Sansa there. Like who else just, Mm. he just really likes the songs and the boisterousness of the stuff. And so that's what pushes him over that edge too. Okay. Let's hear your plan. What's, what do I need to do for, for this to happen? I see. I don't, I I think Theon thinks that's what pushes it, but I don't no, think No, I, I mean, I think that's, he's humoring Theon. Absolutely. Like, what great castle, what would be my great I just think it's, that's plan? where I was going with it, is that's very Sansa-ish. I think it's crazy that little Theon, because everything, obviously, it's a Theon point of view chapter, he sees as, like you said, pride earlier. But there's, this isn't a proud it's man. It's pride, yeah. He get, and so it's all these m- complete misjudgments of, of Dagmar. Oh, he's he loves the songs. He's not a twelve year old girl. Yeah, he sees past that shit. Okay, sure. He likes the songs yeah. when he's getting drunk Ex- and has and that's a wench it, on his lap. That's what it says. Yeah, he, like it goes into the detail. He likes that. Who doesn't like a fucking song when you're drinking and whoring it yeah. up? Is like doing whatever. But... Yeah, that's why I just jumped right over it because no matter what in this chapter, Theon was gonna tell someone this plan. It didn't matter. Who it was. Yeah. He just wants... Because he's not going to listen. Because everything Dagmar is telling him is just rolling right off of him. He's mm-hmm. not listening to the fucking logic of it. And so, yeah, he tells him he's to take a greater part of their force, Clefjaw is, to Torrance Square, make a bunch of fucking noise, and let them send for help. Yeah, so Leobold will close the gates off, and once he's closed the gates, then he will send a raven to Winterfell, and asking for aid. Valiant Sir Roderick will ride to his aid when he hears that the fearsome Dagmar Clefjaw is attacking Torrance Square, because his honor will make him. He can't not defend right. the Bannerman, and... Dagmar immediately sees this for what it is. He's like, you would set us against Torrent Square. Like, there's no way. We don't have siege engines. And Theon's like, no, start to build them. Like, let them think you're setting in deep. And Dagmar's like, you would have us start a battle we can't fucking win. Like, that is dumb. This Torrent Square will never fall, Dagmar says. And then Theon gives his stupid little smirk. Evil, malicious grin. And he says, it is not Torn Square I mean to take. 
and that's where his chapter ends. So he means Winterfell. We know this. Yes. Uh, even now, a first-time reader should be able to pick it up at this point. Yeah, because it's been hinted Sir at Roderick the, as the last coming sentence. Out, yeah. Now the again being a full spoiler reread the torn square thing the, those guys are fucked the iron islanders that stay there get fucked mm-hmm. because roderick does come down yeah roderick does fuck shit up but uh, that's also when uh i think reek comes uh, into the ramsey bolton comes in to help doesn't he help down there some shit some bolton men am i imagining shit? i i eventually i believe it's Theon has to go back and treat with the Iron Islanders That's that are it. there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're they're still fucked up, but they're still holding the castle. Right. Yeah, I, I believe Something again. Like, yeah, I yeah. through my first couple of reads, I never really paid attention to the background movements of the Iron right. Islanders and and Reek and the Boltons and shit. So it'll be interesting to see what actually happens. But yeah, no, Theon is now dead set on. And I really like it because in the show, when Theon gives Dagmar his plan, Dagmar like smiles and is like, oh yeah, let's do it. Because they're on this, the dock we don't there. get the reaction to no. it. We don't get the reaction to I'm not trying to take Torrin Square. We get the reaction to Torrin Square, which is we can't fucking do it. But we don't get the reaction to Winterfell is the castle I want to take. And that, I'm really curious as to what Dagmar said like right yeah, after that. Yeah. Like, because it's not, it's a good idea, but it's not a good idea. No, because, like, they'll point out Asha, I think, is who eventually makes it known to him. How the fuck are we supposed to help Winterfell? Hold it. So far Send from men. the sea. There's, like, we are not inland people. We don't know how to get back and forth and do that shit. See, no. but if he, and then I was thinking about it, too, while reading this. If, he, if Theon's dumbass had stayed with Rob, he would have just been coating himself in glory at the Golden Tooth. Where oh they, yeah, the Oxford that, Cross, yeah, the Ox the ba- Cross, yeah, mm-hmm. where they they cross the Golden Tooth and yeah, then yeah. had the battle at Oxford. Well, that's Cross. it, another successful victory, and so he should that have. Theon just... would have helped Rob plan, no doubt, uh-huh. and would have been a part of, and would have probably succeeded and done well in, and, and well, very well, because those were all a bunch of green farm workers. That... Almost the same concept as what he fought here, but it's an actual on a larger victory scale in a war. There's a battle there formed up by behind it's the Lannister, yeah. where it, and this is just slaughter. My, my, I mean, which is a funny comparison. That's it. But... You know, it's that why why is but one it's slaughter? Still, yeah, better, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... The loyalty is what's pushing it there. The, the, the loyalty, and I mean, yeah, at this point, it's just wanton violence for, for the sake of violence. And Theon has no guiding moral. He, he doesn't has have nothing, any desire to he, be yeah, violent. He has nothing he's working toward. He There's no, no goal in mind for him. It's purely I want to please and gain my station with my father, and it's a piss-poor goal. And one that he's not even achieving I was gonna he's say, not taking the course. Even if it's not a piss-poor goal— He's going about it the entirely wrong way by trying to not follow the the old the the, the well, drown I mean, guy. I'm just saying it's piss poor gold because of how well it's settling in his stomach, which is he can't stomach it. Yeah. So clearly, this isn't the man you're supposed to be impressing. The man you're supposed to be impressing is either Rob or Dagmer, and clearly you don't want to listen to either one of yeah. those two. So Theon just can't be told what the fuck to do, and he's gonna attack Winterfell. So with that, you got an inductee. Yeah, I. I had it. I had it set the whole week and was ready to go with it, but then I just feel like it's a cop out at this point because I've just been gushing about him the whole time. But I guess I'll stick with him and go with Dagmar Clefjaw. Yeah, just because, like, like we've said, he's very different from what he was in the show. Mm. And in the book, having seeing that he was such a a prominent figure, almost a godfather too. He's yeah. like it's it, he's fucking Theon Sirius Black. Yeah, and. 
Theon's just not giving into the idea that anybody should be teaching him anything. Theon should be leaning into this relationship. He is so entitled that he didn't take any of the advice that Ned Stark gave, Mm -hmm. even when it completely aligned with who he claims to have loyalty to his father, Balon Greyjoy, which is going to the old way. And, you know, he who passes the sentence should swing the sword or hold the head under the water, whatever it is, you know, and he refuses to do that. He wouldn't, he was going to make his men chop the head off. He was going to drown them. But Dagmar, I just, if he had gotten those 10 years, not with Ned Stark and instead with Dagmar Clefjaw, Theon would be potentially capable of passing as a, an honorable Iron Islander. Yeah. Um, but he's he refuses to listen. He th- He's so goddamn entitled that he won't. And I just feel like Dagmar had a lot to offer. And hopefully we get, especially on this reread where we're being so attentive to those side characters, I'm really looking forward to reading about Clef. Yeah. Uh, actually, another interesting point, too, was the fact that Theod even had them, the Botley brothers, finish... Todrick. Yeah. He, he shot him with an arrow and, and then he had die. them slit his throat. Oh, yeah. Like, he could have just put another arrow into right. him and just been done with it, but instead he had them slit his throat. Like, again, your mistake, but you still had someone else yeah, finish yeah. it. Uh, and with that, uh, my inductee is going to be going to Lord Botley, uh, Fish Whiskers, yeah, yeah, yeah. who basically was just sitting by his pile Watching his as sons his sons are like, came and just threw a little more. Like, nah, don't fucking touch my pile, And just sat there while they fought Hell with yeah, Todrick. Like, and... I just, I see old Botley as like a legit Iron Islander where he's done his fighting and pillaging and is now to the point where like... He goes in and he kills, he fights, but now he doesn't have to go and Bring collect me my his shit. loot. His Bring sons me my will do it because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I've done, I've killed my men. Like, now just bring me my loot, and I like it. So fish with here. Fuck yeah. Bring his little pile. He could set it up in the corner. Yeah. And uh, so we did get an inductee, of course, from our favorite French fry over in France, Julian, which Nate is currently pulling oh, up. God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Putting me on the spot. Okay, and it says, Bonjour, New York. I, I know you're not in New York City. Sorry. And sorry again for being late in sending. That coronavirus thing is totally messing not with late. us. Not late. Hopefully you're safe. Yes. It's never late. We can always read them on next episode. So don't worry, Julian. Make sure you stay safe. Found two things quite nice in this chapter. That Clefjaw character is awesome. I wish he would have appeared in the TV show. Good history. Epic appearance. As you are now aware, he, he did, was in the yeah. show. He was a very forgettable and shitty character. So it's very Yeah, if okay you if you watch the show again, the scene where Theon talks about taking Winterfell. He's, he's telling that yeah. to Dagmar Clefjaw. He's on the do- dock, and Clefjaw's like this younger, weird-faced dude with like a discolored eye. He's also the one who stabs Maester Lewin at Winterfell. Right, yeah, yeah, that guy. And then, isn't that the same dude? He also clef, uh, clubs Theon on the head right after uh, Theon gives yeah, his Yeah, yeah, he hits him with this spear. So the other thing is how Theon comes up with his plan. After seeming uncertain about his deeds, hesitant to fight and kill old friends of the North, the last part shows him confident and cunning. My inductee is going to be good old Ned Stark. I like how he popped up in the head of Theon. And therefore, in this chapter, always a figure of influence for his honor and his values. Also, he looks damn good with a scarf, right, Nate? Fuck yeah! I don't... uh, I mean... I guess that one's going over my head. I don't know why, but sure, maybe because it will hide hide his neck so that he can't see his head's missing. I don't know. If and, you two have an inside hey man, scarf joke, I, I don't need to I don't be a wanna, part of all right, it. I'm not going to bring you in on that. So have a good day, Valar Neto Harris. <laughs> um, Thank you, Julian. Yeah, Ned's always a good inductee, especially, cause, especially after he's dead. Seeing him pop up is yeah, always the, fun. Yeah, the influence he has. and um, Yeah, I, I don't know if I saw it. I think 
Theon thinks he's cunning and clever, but I don't. I think that's what's interesting about his chapters is because it's his point of view. You can you can feel that overconfidence from him that mm-hmm. he's purveying, but I don't think that the people around him are responding nearly the way he thinks that they no, are. No, I I also I would I would disagree with uh, him being cunning here because I think that this is a thought everybody's fucking had. And it's just, why would we do this? We can't hold Winterfell. It's not a good idea. Yeah, it's, right. uh, it's a good idea for how to take the castle, but then then what? Where is the longevity in this plan? There is none. You can take the castle. You can't hold that fucking castle. Winterfell is so remote and in the largest kingdom of the Seven Kingdoms. The North is larger than all other kingdoms. And so there's no way... One little contingent of Ironborn can hold the fucking North. Yeah. Let alone just Winterfell with the whole North turned against it. And so it's a good idea to take the castle. It's not a good idea in terms of well, that's it. strategy. If they were going to sack Winterfell and burn it to the ground, sure. Done. Good idea, Theon. Yeah. Great idea. Burn Winterfell to the ground. Cool. You got it. Keep capturing it. You're a dipshit. You're a dipshit. You're a dumbass. It's not a castle that can be held by this contingent of men at there's this no time. There's no point to doing it. And there's no gain to doing it except mm-hmm. turning Rob's ire on the Ironborn. Which, anyway. So those were our thoughts on Theon 3 and uh, Julian's inductee, our inductees. Uh, next, we are going to be reading Arya 8, and yeah. Arya's going to be diddy-bopping around Harrenhal some more. Fuck yeah. It's and a good chapter, it, people. From Get what I've read inductees. and got my notes, yeah, it's it's a good one so far. And so. so she's naming some more names, trying to, hopefully. And we'll after see. that, I believe it's Catelyn? Catelyn 5. Cat. Yeah, and so that's going Last to be the... she was fleeing Renly. Yeah, fleeing Renly with Lady Brienne. Yeah. I'm not a lady. Not lady. Fuck yeah. Sir Brienne, Knight of the Seven. Seven Kingdoms, who was the runner-up in A Song of Madness with Davos. I voted Brienne. I did as well, but Fight that's okay. Me. Danny fucking handled. No, some I business, mean it's so. cool that Danny won, they especially got over... because of. Uh, I saw a lot of people were saying like, "Vote for Danny to show." <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> to show the resurgence of the character from the show. Yeah, like, yeah. Re- resurrect her from what they did to her in the show, which... Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, it was funny. Yeah, March Madness was a lot of fun. So uh, join us next episode for Arya 8, and get us inductees. We'll catch you on the next one. Valor to Harris. Peace. Peace.